the podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome back to Tidings and Transgressions. Uh, as always, I'm your host, James, joined by my smart and vivacious wife, Kate. Ooh, vivacious. Mm, got you I some like adjectives for this week instead of just the. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying excited. To, trying I'm, to keep any toes. Oh, yeah. Vivacious was a good one. Thank I you. I like that. I will welcome that. So we're coming into the end of November, November 27th, yes. episode 8. I didn't think we were going to make it past episode 1, <laughs> um, but we're still here, and hopefully people are still listening. I think they are. Right. We had a, a, over 200 downloads last time I checked. Two Century Club. What? what? Count it. Yeah, can we? I, I couldn't even believe when we hit fifty. So I like, was very surprised. Here we are. Four X. <laughs> who who thought we would be here? Four hundred percent higher. Not me. <laughs> Killing it. Um, <laughs> just finished up Thanksgiving this week. Thanksgiving yes. was good. Yeah, saw the family. Uh, Want to start off with the apology? I know last week's episode did not come out on time. I say last week. I think it was like two weeks now. Yeah, we we've hit a little bit of, of hiccups. You were traveling. The laptop the holidays, wasn't doing what it was, it was supposed just, to. It's just been a big mess. Yeah. So we so. appreciate anyone that's still listening and tuning in. We um, love y'all. Yeah. Love you. Love you guys. Yay. So today, episode eight, November 27th. Put a timestamp on it. Is it November 27th? Oh my God, All it day, is. All day, babe. All day. Wow. I kept thinking it was the 26th. I had no idea what it was till I looked at the calendar, to be honest with you. Well, you know, here we are. Full-on vacation mode. <laughs> oh, there's days? Interesting. Mm. Just found out it was Sunday. What? That's um, crazy. I think I'm going to try to include the day that we record, because I'm going to talk about news, and you come back to listen to it later. Sometimes it's confusing. You're going to be like, what the hell was this guy talking about? Yeah. Like when we were talking about when the queen died, like a month later. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, if you just listen to that one now, you're going to be like, whoa. What? Don't worry, we've got time loop noises just in case. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of the time loop noises. That's your, that's your time oh, travel noise for you. That's right. That's right. You, you do do that. that. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I, whatever. I do quite enjoy the noises you make for me. <laughs> that sounded so bad. I also enjoy the noises you make for me. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's move on from this conversation. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have no segue. So yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Uh, you know, turkey and all the all the sides. Yes, yes, it was very nice. And we're back. We're back. We're back for the from the break from the holiday. Yep. Gearing up, getting ready for Christmas. We'll try to keep a regular schedule. Yes. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. So apologies. But anyways, episode eight, we're here to talk tonight to talk about murder. Actually, no one it's dies. Never murder when I say I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna forewarn you, but kinda I kinda like when you say murder. The only times I've said it are like, nope, not this time. And when I don't say it, I'm like, it's definitely a murder. <laughs> well, no one dies. And you know what? No one's even hurt. No one's missing. You know what I've got for you today? I've, no, clearly I don't. A little white collar crime. Oh, okay. I thought it might intrigue you. People are hurting white collar crimes, just financially. <laughs> Correct. Not physically. Yes, no Maybe bodily injury. 
Yeah, no, there's definitely some emotional trauma going on here. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. I don't know if that's still a thing. I'm just old. Okay, let's hear, uh, <laughs> let's hear the story. Let's find out what's happening on uh, White Collar Kate. Oh. What we got? <laughs> okay, that's a thing. <laughs> White Collar Crime. All right, so we are going to talk about the wild story of Theory Tilly. I'm sorry, one more time? <laughs> Theory Tilly? Yes, we're just going to call him Mr. Tilly. His and name's Theory? It's T-H-I-E-R-R-Y. Oh, Teary. Teary. Yeah, I don't think you do the th. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Okay, so we'll, we're just going to... If your gonna... name is Theory or Teary. Let us know. Email us. Um, I'm yeah. back to that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I haven't given up. I started my own email com- campaign to myself. <laughs> So, um, I'm gonna apologize in advance because there, um, this does takes place um, in France, and I am going to butcher most of these names. And I do apologize to the French people or anyone who speaks French. <laughs> so, okay, if it's if it's in France, it's definitely pronounced Thierry. Okay. There's a famous French soccer player, Thierry Henry. Okay. And well, it looked like it was be spelled Thierry Henry. It's not pronounced that way. Okay, well, there is also an Henri in here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so here we go. Teary Tilly. So it's a wild story of Teary Tilly. But first, we're going to take a step back and talk about the family home of Mon Flenquin, okay? There was an aristocratic family who lived there, but they weren't, like, so much the aristocracy that they, like, didn't have to work. But they were definitely wealthy, well-known. The gentry? Yes. Well-known family, right? Okay. So, Ghislaine uh, was running a secretarial school, which I have no idea what that is, but that's what they kept calling it. So, she's running a school. That's what we're going to say. Now, she is running this school, um, not because she was like, yeah, I'm just going to run a school, but her children were enrolled there and like... A whole bunch of stuff went really wonky and the teachers were trying to take over the school and then they were going to shut the school down mid-year so the parents actually stepped in um, to run the school to get it through the school year and then things started to go well um, and so they kept it going so she's running this secretarial school um, and they need an assistance with an IT issue um, and a lawyer a friend of hers um, wrecked it uh, Whoa. Whoa. Not sure what happened there. French names have got her <laughs> yeah, tongue twisted. Yeah, all, all hey, twisted what year, what year is this? Um, so this happened in 1999 was okay. when everything started. Okay. But you said IT, so I figured I'd be recent. That's all. Yes. So, trying um, to paint the picture with you. Yeah. France in 1999. 1999. <laughs> so this lawyer friend recommends... At the secretarial school. T- uh, Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> recommends... Teary Tilly. Okay? Now, we're just gonna, we're gonna give you a little bottom line up front here. Um, He didn't recommend Teary because he was a good dude or he was like really good at his job or any other reason other than the fact that he owed this lawyer money and the lawyer thought, well, let's get this guy a job so he can pay me back. Oh. So, that's what happened there. But, you know, Mr. Tilly gets in in the picture and he starts, you know, really mixing it up, making friends with Ghislaine and like 
solving her problems. And not just at the secretarial school. She starts he starts really getting in her life and is becomes her like confidant and is now she's giving him all of the details of her life and her husband's depression and how she's so disappointed in her son and all of his performance and everything else. And, you know, Mr. Tilly is just soaking it up, not, you know, getting all the details on the family that he can get, right? So they become very, very close. And then she's going to host a party at Monflin Quinn, the family home. So he is invited, and when he gets there, he meets all the other members of this family, and he just, you know, ingratiates himself with, you know, general wit and charm and his bag full of shit lies. So he just, you know, really gets in there. But so you're just like coming after this guy. Like, we don't even know what he did. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know I, I mean? know how well, this well, ends. Well, well, <laughs> clearly, because, like, Yeah. Yeah. It's an axe to grind over here. Were you hoodwinked by a French con man in the past? <laughs> I, I don't know why yeah, this story I like, it more, really This got is me. a more visceral response than, than like the murders. <laughs> You're like, yeah, and his it bag really... full of shit lies. <laughs> he really upset me. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just... I, maybe yeah, in man. a past life, I was hoodwinked by a French con man. <laughs> That's you know, my story. Could happen. It, it could happen to anyone. So Tyrion's in there working the room. Yeah, so making friends. He, he tells them that he is actually a special agent, and he has connections in NATO, um, and he's happy to help the family with any issues that they're having at any point. You, you got to be wary of someone that shows up that can immediately solve your problems. Yes. Like too good to be true, probably is. Yeah. It. Yeah. He. Definitely was definitely too good to be true. Okay, so okay. special agent. So yeah, Terry Tilly. Yeah, he starts you know creating all of these problems that then he turns around and solves for them. Like what? Like Give just an example. Small little like business issues that like he you know goes and like blocks you know a license that they're supposed to be getting and then all of a sudden fixes it so he's basically like forging letters and things to them that say like oh you were denied this and he's like oh no 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 i'll fix it don't worry i'll get in there i got this he's he's building rapport and trust yes exactly so and it's just these you know smaller things that all of a sudden he's fixing that's how cons work you gotta you gotta ingratiate yourself somehow yes so he starts doing all these things and the family really begins to trust him with and they're you know going to him for advice and you know all all the things and and he's becomes close with all of the family members so um the whole family together is about 11 different people so Ghislaine has is the oldest and she has some brothers and everybody is just like fawning over themselves to get to this guy they they all just think he's the best um the one who doesn't seem to really love him is going to be Ghislaine's husband at first he thinks maybe Ghislaine and this guy are having an affair then he's like no this guy is like not putting out bad vibes yeah just he's just not feeling it so anyway Everybody. So, I don't know how the story ends, but it feels like I'm going to get to the point of, like, she should have listened to her husband. Yes. Write that down. Ugh. She's going to slap me. <laughs> anyway, so um, 
the one day he comes to the family, right? And he tells them, I have to tell you, I have to break the confidence of my special agent mission and tell you that there is a plot against your family by dun, the Freemasons. Yes. <laughs> he goes and tells them that there is, you know, their lives are in danger, their property, their businesses, it's all endangered by this massive plot by the Freemasons. And the whole family buys it, you know, except for the husband. It made up a good villain, right? Like secret society that you don't know anything about, but you've heard the name. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what would have made them a target, but solid villain formed to Well, remember, they're members of the aristocracy, so they're like a famous family. Fancy. Fancy dancy. So, um, again, uh, you know, Jean, who is Ghislaine's husband, is like... Something doesn't feel right here. And he's like, no, no. She's like, no, let's let's just trust Mr. Tilly. He knows he's solved all of these problems for us. He's got us. Nothing can go wrong here. Let us just trust him with everything, right? So Tilly keeps feeding them little pieces and pointing out all of these innocuous things that he are po- he's pointing to signs and reasons why they should feel like there's actually this plot against the family, right? He's just, any little thing that's happening that's a little bit out of the ordinary, he's like, oh yes, this is because of this Freemason plot. Okay. Okay. So, at one point, he then is able to get the entire 11 member family to self-isolate. Like, lock themselves in? Yes. They move into the the home, and they are away, hidden away, from 2003 to 2008. Whoa. Yeah, we're not just talking like, I'm going to just take a step, you know, a week or two away from the public eye. No, we like... Five years. Five years. Five years. Can't be too careful with those Freemasons. Only Ghislaine was allowed to leave the house... To go get groceries and as soon as she got back she had to call tilly and report exactly what she bought and what she saw so and what is this tilly managing everything for them day to day while they're locked in yes including getting them to stop paying their taxes because they're just going to give the money to him and let him take care of everything oh how could this go wrong Correct. So the neighbors start reporting that like something's weird, right? Like they, they've just kind of like disappeared. They're out of the public eye. Like what is even happening? And the news gets wind of it. And so an article is published. Well, Tilly on behalf of the family is able to sue successfully this newspaper saying it was a breach of their privacy. And they actually won because like French laws, totally not the same as here. Like, they were like, no, you, you are like, in That's why there's no paparazzi like there is here. Yes. So, at one point, Tilly actually has to leave France because, you know, fraudsters going to be fraudsters. And he was actually had to avoid charges for something else um, that he was involved in. And so he dips out. Um, and he, So he flees the country. They're still in isolation. Yeah. And he's, he's controlling them via phone calls. So he has These them. They have idiots. to do multiple check-ins over the course of the day where he gives them like bizarre instructions where he's like everyone lie face down 
on the bathroom floor. I will call you when it's safe to get up. There is, you know, someone out in the yard or whatever. Like, and he is just giving them like, and they do it. And they are following through on all of these asinine requests, including, including sending him money periodically. Now, there are some of the members of the family that had businesses and so they would go and run them. And, but like one of them was a doctor and if he had patients, it didn't matter. If Tilly called and was like, you need to funnel X amount of dollars, he would leave, go to the bank and then wire him the money. What, what in the world? He had complete control over this family by, again, p- placing things in their path that would make it seem that this Freemason plot was real and that their lives were truly in danger. Jeez. So, up to the point I'm where... I'm in the wrong business. This guy's just... <laughs> <laughs> took control of, like, the entirety of their fortune? Yeah. Yo, yeah. So... Tilly was even able to convince Ghislaine to divorce Sean. So one day when (laughs) Ghislaine gets home, there's like these flowers and like a glove that are like kind of like in the yard. And so she picks them up and calls Tilly and is like, oh my God, what is this? And he convinces her that they are signs of evil and that she, John, John is involved and that she has to go to him at exactly 3 p.m., throw them in his face and tell him that he has a half an hour to leave the home and that she's divorcing him. And she does it with the support of her brothers. Who who, who the fuck are these people? Right? Like, I mean, okay, con man, like, not, not a good thing to do. Yeah. But also, like, who are these rubes that they're just like, oh... Okay, like yeah, well, he had them lured so. in, like so in deep, in that's, deep. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I told you already. Like he, he had got them to stop paying their taxes. You know, when he wanted to have complete control and wanted everybody like a hundred percent isolated, he did get them to dissolve some of their businesses and stuff and send him the money so that he could, you know, invest and do whatever they needed to keep them, you know, he's just working on their behalf. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's all in the name of protection. He's trying to protect them. It's part of his, you know, secret agent mission and da 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 da. So, um, at one point, right. They start kind of turning on each other. At um, one point, it's been five years. Yeah. So Remember how long COVID felt being long for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three months is nothing compared to five years. Can yeah. you even imagine? Yikes. No. Yikes. That's so, probably why when she said, I want to divorce, he was like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of this um, crazy farm. Well, you know what's, what's wild about it <clears throat> is that they actually... Like, he divorces her. Like, the do- they work through, the, you know, go through the, the divorce or whatever. But he never stopped fighting because he knew that this guy was controlling them. Like, he knew that it wasn't truly his wife's actions. That it was this guy that was like, you need to divorce. So, he still kept fighting for, you know, like, to try and expose what was going on. Um, and then one of the brothers also was separated from his wife and so she wasn't in this whole isolation thing but when she saw that the husband was sending all of this money you know that they because they shared still shared bank accounts and stuff they were just kind of yeah doing their own thing um 
she ended up going through with the divorce and getting half of the assets because she was Better worried that she, exactly that he was just spend you know sending it all away. You know, she wasn't so concerned with him, but she was worried about her money. So just like, how do you even let yourself get into that position where it's like for five years you're letting somebody? I mean, I, I get there's fear, but like still like holy shit huh yeah just totally wild a fool and his money are soon parted i think is how the saying goes oh this doesn't even i mean oh i I can't even this story just really really irked me i mean everyone can tell that it bothers you and like i think i get it but also like i just don't understand how i mean i guess it's probably generational wealth right like they probably didn't never had to work to earn the money so for them it just was always there and they were trying to protect it so it's probably easier to give away i guess or or to let somebody else control it i don't i don't really know yeah i mean it's the things that he was doing are really kind of wild because it wasn't just like oh you know send me this money he would send them documents that were saying like oh this is you know such and such such to protect this property and they would sign it but really he was selling the property so there was so many things that were going on that it wasn't just as straightforward as like oh send me your money and they were sending the money yes that was happening but it was always for a justified reason like oh we have to add extra forces outside the house you know because there is an increased threat level or whatever um and so there was a lot of things happening that it wasn't just about the straight cash i mean he was you know, taking over control of the entire estate. And it's kind of sad because it, you know, it started with this, it's very sad, the whole thing is very sad, but it started with this, oh yeah, you know, there's this threat against your lives and your property and they wanted to protect the property, but what it ended up doing in the end was selling off the property because he gave, or the family gave him control unknowingly. Like they signed a lot of documents without understanding what they were. Okay, so free free advice here for everybody. Read what you're signing. Yeah, don't just sign stuff. Yeah, wild. Okay, so at, catching us up now. Husband's divorced. Yeah. Five years in lockdown. Yeah. How do they get out? Like what? Okay, so this is how things kind of come to a head, right? At one point, like I was saying, was that the family starts kind of turning on itself on Tilly's insistence, right? So one of the husband's wives, so uh, let me, one of the husbands, that doesn't even make one sense. One of the brother's wives? Yes. So sister-in-law to Ghislaine, because she's like, she's how Tilly gets involved in the family. Um, so one of the brothers, Charles Henri, there's your Henri, okay. um, has a, is married. Wife's name is uh, Christine. They, Tilly convinces the family to lock her in one of the bedrooms of the home, not feed her, and then periodically beat her because he Tilly is saying she has the bank account number to the Freemasons fortune. And they were just They were like all gung ho. They were like, yeah, let's lock this bitch up. And then they, let's just what beat her. What kind of people fall for this? 
Like, I, I mean, I want to feel bad for him, but also, like... The amount of, like, what? psychological... Mani- and I think that that's why maybe I was so upset about it. Like, the psychological manipulation is so disgusting here. And, like, you know, obviously we can sit on the outside and say, like, don't be stupid, don't give away your money. But, like, he really lured him in. It's not like, you know, some hobo just came up to him on the street and was like, give me your money. You know, like, yeah. he ingratiated himself. He showed that he was a quote-unquote trustworthy person. He solved their problems and he he made good on promises and then asked for it. And the psychological manipulation is what I find so disturbing. I just even, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, it's terrible, but like, What's what's the threshold of like enough is enough? Like, hey, I know it's my wife, but yeah, just throw her in there and starve her and beat her till she gives us this Freemason right? bank account number. Yeah, and the and like, where does he, logic come back into exactly, play? Exactly, exactly. So, um, so she, you know, they lock her in this closet or in this bedroom, whatever. Don't beat her, and finally, they, you know, he kind of acquiesces and it's like, okay, maybe she doesn't know, and so they let her Ooh, back my out. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, and so my bad that that's not a nope yeah so again so some of you know there are periods where they're allowed to work and stuff so you know for the most part they're in pretty much isolation but you know at certain periods they're allowed to go out so christine is allowed back out of the house which like if you made the decision right so she confides in her boss at work and says this is what happened to me and the boss is like Oh, what the fuck? Like, let's get you out of here. Sorry, that was probably really loud. I just hit the table. Um, and so he actually, they, you know, form a plot and he is able to smuggle her out of the country and get her away from this family. Um, and at his encouragement, she actually goes forward and informs the authorities of what's going on. And, you know, that this guy Tilly has taken them for all they're worth and, you know, that they had imprisoned her in the house and all these things, right? So Tilly was like, ah! <laughs> like, and so, they, you know, he's he knows, you know, like, shit's coming to an end, right? Um, and so there's a bunch of infighting, again, amongst the family. Hold, hold, hold on, I just gotta... I gotta okay, my, back it up, My back brain's up. just taking me on this. Okay. He had to smuggle her out of the country? Yeah, the boss had to get her out of the country. Why? Because... Like, maybe France is just way different than America, but if it was like... Wouldn't you just go to the police? Well, like... Uh, he he got her out of the country. Okay. I, don't I mean, know. I, just, I, I just, don't have the, the. I know. I know you probably don't have all the details. I'm just like my brain's like, what? What, what the hell? Like, <laughs> and like, if that was me and I'd been imprisoned and starved and beaten, then like, okay, go to work. And the like, the boss is like, hey, you've been out sick lately. What's going on? So here's what happened, man. Right. The family turned against me. I've been stuck in this bedroom, <laughs> getting starved and beaten. Um, but they let me out today to work. Like. What? what the fuck? Yeah. No, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to work. And my first stop would have been to the cops. Or or just leaving. Definitely wouldn't have actually gone to work. But, I mean, yeah. sorry. Just, that's no, so bizarre. Absolutely. But, I mean, good, I, yeah, and I don't her. have... I mean, at least she, she finally told somebody yeah so she's yeah so she's able to get her story out there she does come forward to the authorities um and they you know are trying to 
track down Tilly at this point. So he started kind of like goes on the run. The family starts infighting. It's gonna be really tough to catch him. He's like a secret agent. I don't yeah. know if you know that. <laughs> he is super slippery. So he ends up kind of like uh, you know running all around. The family starts infighting and has like lawsuits against each other for like trying to recover these different funds and and stuff because things are just falling apart right so because well, you, you can imagine that right like after being you realize for five like, years and it was yeah. like wait a minute what who brought this motherfucker in the house <laughs> Ghislaine what you be doing uh, everyone's like hands going up like no that wasn't me it wasn't me <laughs> Uh, Ghislaine, you, do you want to tell them about how you know Terry? Or? <laughs> my bad. My bad, you guys. Um, so he actually ends up fleeing to Zurich, which is the downfall of it all, because that is actually where he gets caught um, and is, is arrested. So Guy gets arrested. Um, he In 2012, he was actually convicted, sentenced to eight years. What did they convict him of? Do you know? You know what? I actually don't have what the charges are. I'm guessing some sort of Well, I'm just fraud. asking because, like, if they were signing the stuff and... I don't know. Embezzlement? Fraud? I don't even... Probably wire fraud or something crazy. They have Probably wire fraud. That would make sense. I, I'll have to look at it because I'm not... I don't know like, what this... I'm just like, because, like, if they signed the paperwork and they gave him power of attorney or whatever the French version of, of that is... Yeah. The power of attorney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wasn't acting illegally. He was yeah. acting immorally. Yeah. Right. But, like, laws aren't morals. Yeah. But anyways, um, fuck him. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I digress. He, he was sentenced to eight years, which I was like, that's it? Like, eight years? Are Probably does five. Well, he, he did serve his time, because, again, this happened in 2012. Um, when all was said and done, the family fortune was about $6.2 million dollars. Everything was gone. They were only able to recover about $300,000. Yeah. Um, and also, when he was in prison, they actually did not allow him to have the same cellmate for any extended period of time because he was so manipulative that he they were finding that if he spent too long with some person, he was able to get them to do, like, all this, like, crazy shit for him. What? Yeah, like, I don't know this what kind of, like, good. superpower this guy has. He's, like, Magneto or whatever. No, he, that's the one that has, like, the... The magnetic powers. Okay, what's the one that has, like, the... I control your brain powers. Uh, just, he's got mind control powers? He's got mind control powers! <laughs> <laughs> I tried, you know. I'm not no, so good, good with the yeah. pop culture. But anyway, so that that's the story of Teary Tilly. And I just was absolutely horrified. This popped up on like the, because sometimes I like to find like the wild stories. Um, and it popped up on this list. And I, so I read about it and I was like, what? Because what I thought was the same thing as you. Like, how the hell did they give over his, their entire fortune? So I watched this like five part series that's on YouTube about it, which highly recommend. Um, and I was just so, I was like so devastated for them. Like, it was just so sad. And like the manipulation was just, awful um and Ghislaine actually has done a uh special where she talks about exactly what you're saying like where like how did it get to that point and I just haven't been able to bring myself to watch it because like it just seems so sad like I, I don't know it was this one was like I was just all I mean, messed this up dude was making like a million dollars a year off him yeah right one five years give yeah take. yeah I just like what did he spend the money on? That's kind of. I just I think I think that there's something. I bet you it was a bunch of dumb shit too. Yeah. It just that's awful. Yeah. 
I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it doesn't. It sounds bad when I'm what I'm about to say. So yeah. like, please Uh-oh. just. Well, well, here's the thing, right? Like, if you're the victim of like an assault or a murder, mm-hmm. right? Like, you you try to defend yourself if you get shot or stabbed or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you, I get that. But like something like this, like. You were like almost a party to it, which is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if this was a murder, the guy would have been like, hey, just uh, hand me that gun and those bullets, please. And then just, you know, just stay there. Don't move. Yeah. And watch me while I wait and shoot you in the face. But it's for your good. Yeah. This is, this is for you. Yeah. And that's what and I think is... And they were like, okay. Yeah. I, I think that that's what's so... Why, like, it was so... Disturbing? Yeah. Because you look disturbed right now. I am. Like, I, I don't... Like, it just really messed me up because it was like... It's so sad to me that there's people out there that will take advantage of others like that, right? Like, I, for some reason, like, the the murder and, and the assault and stuff, like, it's absolutely horrific. But it's, like, a different kind of evil, right? Like, that's not, like, they're just evil in their own right. People who do stuff like this are taking advantage of of those who have like a good heart in nature, and like I just find that so fucked. Did they have a good heart, or were they just stupid? Well, I I guess for me, like that's what I think of it as, like people Uh who do like this type of thing. I see what you're saying, but like it wasn't like he took advantage of a charity, right? Like this was some yeah aristocracy, aristocracy. But like, how do you also like? as a family have six million dollars and be like oh you know what we should do with it like I'm, I'm just convinced like if that sounds terrible what I'm about to say it's like, <laughs> but like if, but if you're that dumb do you even deserve to hold on to your money that's you probably mean, what he that's probably what he tells himself yeah like inside the mind of a con man I don't actually feel this way just kidding <laughs> but I mean you, do maybe, you know what I mean maybe though? have somebody and else like, take care you know take care of your money for you well, and like they, I mean, they made the money somewhere but their grandfather's probably rolling in his tomb being like mm. you fools yeah like how could you yeah. do this to just, the family fortune just so wild I just and, and maybe they're just like book smart not street smart too right maybe that's I what mean, it is I mean I know some people like that yeah I just I don't know maybe it's just cause I'm out of all the characters in the story right like <laughs> do you identify with Tilly not, not necessarily, <laughs> but like I, I, it's tough for me to put myself in the shoes of someone that would be so. Like I, like I can be fooled, but for five years into the level and the degree that it was, yeah, like I mean, shit is wild. Like at what point does your bullshit detector go off? Well, and that's apparently a, never right, and that's a, so sometimes they did, and that's that's what he would prey upon was anytime somebody would dissent, he would. You know, get them kicked out, like like Jean, right? He he never was a big Tilly fan, and you know that she he got him her to divorce him the second he could, and the the other one she got locked in a bathroom or wherever. You know, like it's just crazy to me. Well, you know, the guy Tilly probably doesn't even feel bad about it at all. No, absolutely not. You should pull up a picture. He's a creepy looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. To the Bing machine. What what's his name? How do I spell this? Terry Tilly, T H I E R R Y. There he is, Terry Tilly. Who is Terry Tilly? Like he looks like he should be. Oh, is this the YouTube, the Cult of Terry Tilly? Yes. Images of Terry Tilly. 
But he doesn't, he doesn't look trustworthy at all. Yeah, right? He doesn't look like a secret agent. Well, maybe in this picture with this. Secret agent. Uh, that's the reenactment. That's why he looks better in this one. <laughs> in real life, he looks like that creepy uncle that never had a wife. He really looks like he should Ew. be like hanging out with Bill Gates setting up Apple to me. Swindler French aristocrats gets eight years. Yeah. You don't trust that guy. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, so that's the wild story of Teary Tilly. I just, man, huh? I'm sorry. French, oh, that's all in French. I can't read that one. <clears throat> Apparently France has their own Wikipedia. English Wikipedia. Nope, not the right page. Anyways, sorry. I'm over here just like fascinated by this thing I'm going to make you watch the YouTube five-part series. Ten years of our lives. Yeah. Just ten years. Well, yeah, but yeah, because it went on from... So that the only... The five years was just the isolation. Like, that's when they were like, you know, not going out in public and whatnot. And they would only remain on their property and or venture to work here now and then. That's insane. Yeah. This guy's, this guy, with his hypnotic powers, maybe he does have mind control. What a terrible way to use mind control, though. Right? I mean, I don't know what the good way to use mind control is. Yeah, there's, I don't think there is one, but, you know. Is there a good way to use mind control? Um, Segway. Um, maybe if you could let no. every time everything no. I think about doing I'm like oh no that's not moral no that's not good right because I was enough. like you know getting somebody to bring me a snack because I'm always hungry but like also like that's not nice <laughs> like yeah <laughs> I mean I guess if you had mind control and somebody was evil and you changed them that would be inherently good yeah but like, there's still something about like the bending of like, free will that I yeah. don't love <laughs> It's because we're Americans. Oh, yes. There you go. Yeah, you're free to do what you want here in America. <laughs> he, she, they, you, te, he. Oh, uh-huh. Lord. Sorry. <laughs> no? Not the time for that? No. All right. So what you got for me? So that's our that's our transgression for the day. What tidings yeah, do we don't, have? Don't trust creepy people with your family fortune. Yeah. No. I mean, just go to a, go to a financial advisor. <laughs> Not financial advice. Right? Yeah, go to Fidelity or J.P. Morgan or whomever. Sponsor us, no. <laughs> yeah. Also sponsor us. Um, for news this week, for our tidings. Yes, what we got. So, um, they finally, we were talking about being locked in, so I think this, I'll lead with this. Okay. They were able to subpoena and interview Dr. Oh. Fauci. <gasps> Fauci! Yeah, and they asked him about all these things, and he's like, oh, I don't remember that. I, I can't recall that. I can't recall that. Like what, dude? You're you're the fucking you're the guy that locked everybody in the house. What do you mean you don't remember? Really? Yes. Um, Where? Like what things, was it? It was like, with the Senate. They don't. They, okay. haven't, they haven't released the um. What you call it? The actual transcript. Transcript. Thank you. I was gonna say the tidings. I was like, that's <laughs> not the right word. They Did haven't they released the transcriptions the yet. No, no. Was that the two trans, transcripts? <laughs> um, yeah. But basically, like, one of the senators came out against against him and was like, I just, how are we, how is the whole country taking advice from this guy, but he doesn't recall making these statements, he doesn't recall Did any they, of this like, stuff. Do they do the thing where it's like, oh, well, I mean, obviously we have to wait for the transcript, right? But I would love for it to be like, 
oh, I don't recall saying that. And then, like, they point to, like, the news clip, like, of him like saying him that. saying it. Yeah. They probably should. But also, he came out, and now he's saying that he thinks the U.S. is still in the midst of the COVID pandemic. What? Still? I mean, like, I still hear, you know, people having COVID. Like, we, we know somebody that, you know, just tested positive for COVID right before Thanksgiving. We did not have Thanksgiving with him, FYI. But they tested positive right before. Like, so I know people are still coming down with COVID, but, like... Is it a pandemic at this point? Like, are our hospitals overrun with COVID patients? Are we seeing the, you know, I mean, deaths that we no. were seeing? You know? Uh, you know, he's saying all three to 400 COVID deaths a day. Really? I, I don't... That just seems really strange to me still. Yeah. Like, I, I thought don't. we were past this. It's just here to stay, right? Well, just, and, but then the question just is like... be healthy and go to the doctor. And... Yeah. If we're, well, if we're not past it, then why aren't we still in lockdown mode if that was what we should have been doing? You know what I mean? Like, I guess I just don't understand that... It's just two weeks to flatten the curve, babe. <laughs> Wasn't it 10 days? 10 days. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, the longest 10 days of my life. I just... But I, I, mean, don't I don't want to get into like the, pol- the, yeah. the polarizing aspects of COVID. I just... I thought it was just, like, very relevant that his answers to stuff were like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I I used to be, like, an avid, um, you know, daily briefing watcher where, you know, like, he would come out and talk every day and stuff. I, you know, I absolutely. But I feel like we're so far past that now. And you don't see, you know, the issues in the hospitals. I mean, heck, when I took Addie to the doctor the other day, they didn't even make me put a mask on when I got in the office, which, like, was the first time since, you know, COVID that that had happened. So, again, if it's if it's such an issue, why are we not? And is there anybody else that's saying that? Or is it just Fauci being like, nope, this is still going on? Pretty much just him, I think, right? Because that's wild. He, also, he announced he's retiring. So, oh, finally, since like nineteen eighty four, I think he's been in. Oh wow! Which is that's a long time, right? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. It, it's gonna get. They're gonna try to. Well, I want to see the transcript of that. But yeah, I just thought it was like like first of all, I don't know that we're still in a pandemic. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think COVID's still here. Then COVID's real. COVID, well, yeah, people die from COVID. I'm yeah. Like, not completely ignorant. But this is, but that's one of the things, like, is it one of the criteria for being a pandemic that it's like, uh, hospitals are overrun and... Yeah, like that, 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 that. those days are in the past And right we're not now. there. So. Yeah. But also speaking of COVID. Okay. China's COVID policy, their, their lockdown policies. Yeah, they're still locked down, right? They started locking people down and now there's protests over it. Uh-oh. Chinese protests in Beijing have reached a boiling point. Ooh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Mass protests coming out. They're so tired of the restrictions and basically saying, like, the restrictions are killing more people than COVID ever did. Yeah. They're well, fi- they've finally had enough. So wait, so when you said, you said mask protests? Mass, mass. Oh, mass. Oh, okay. I was like, are they protesting in masks or are they protesting the masks? But you were saying mass, not mask. Large-scale COVID protests. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that. Like, again, like we said, you know, three months was was hard enough. Uh, I can't... Yeah, I mean, we live in Texas, so, I mean, if you were in New York, it was probably, like, a year and a half. Correct. But either way, right? Like, uh, China's now had enough of it. 
which I thought was interesting. Just a nice little dovetail from Fauci being like, oh, it's still happening. And even China's like, the fuck it is. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, so that's still going on. Okay. And then as we look across the rest of the world, uh, the U.S. just told Chevron they can start getting oil from Venezuela again. What? Mm-hmm. Try to get those gas prices down no matter what. So when you say that they can get oil from Venezuela, like they can... Like open up their, reopen their operations in Venezuela. Oh. Yep. In country. Ooh. So rolling back some sanctions there. That's Trying to get that bubble player that's like, are you with them or with us? We'll see. Ooh. So that's, that's interesting. So maybe that'll bring gas prices down, I guess. Hopefully. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And then, um, Does anybody else have operations in Venezuela? Do you know? No one that's allowed to do anything except for Chevron. They're the ones who got the license. But uh, but other people, like, if, if they were able to get a license... Um, I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, well, regardless, Chevron, you've yeah. got your license. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's kind of interesting. And they told them, like, well, yeah, you can do this stuff there, but you can't give any money to, to the Venezuelan government. How's that going to work? I think the Venezuelan government probably owes them a whole bunch still. And so the U.S. We'll call it good for so a little the, bit. So the U.S. government was like, eh, okay, you can go over there if they're cool with it. Maybe if they start acting right, we'll do some more stuff. But it was like a first step in um, scaling yeah. back sanctions on Venezuela, which Ooh, is a big deal. Interesting. As far as like U.S. foreign policy goes, because yeah. I mean, it directly affects consumers every day. The dodgeball teams. No. Yeah, well, be, well, because <laughs> well, it comes into it comes into play because they're also talking about putting a cap on Russian oil. Oh, okay. Which, it, it's nonsense because they're like, oh, you can't sell it for more than I think it was like sixty-five or seventy bucks a barrel. But that's what they've been selling it at. Yeah. So, so like, how does this affect them? Posturing, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But virtue signaling. Hopefully, the gas prices come back down. Inflation starts. Yeah. Going back the other direction. Yeah. And then crossed. other big news. Okay. The World Cup. Yay! World Cup is going on. Go! If, if you watch soccer, watch it on, like, the Spanish language channel if you're here so in America. So much more fun. Even if you don't know what the hell they're saying. Like, the But excitement. that's also, like, one of the best ways to learn a new language is to really fully immerse yourself. So, like, get on it. Yeah, learn a new language. If you want to watch a soccer match anyways. Yeah. I mean, not? it is so much more fun watching it. Well, but being <laughs> an American watching soccer, like, yeah. is... On average, I'm just going to say this, right? It's less exciting. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. American commentators aren't as excited. No. American players aren't as excited. No. But if you, if you like watching soccer or football, right? Like, check out one of these other channels because it's so much better. Yeah. So much better. Did they, you- they bring, like, energy, like, through the roof. And I don't even, half them, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. And I speak Spanish. <laughs> but it's, like, fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. like, go! And the guy just, like, goes crazy. It's so Like, you got to love that. Like, I love the energy of it. Yeah, the energy is is pretty fierce. Did you see the thing where the during the... The USA match that they were chanting, it's called soccer. No. (laughs) I was like, really, guys? Like, way to try and alienate the rest of the world. (laughs) And the the thing that cracks me up, though, is right, is so US and England played to a tie. Yep. 0 0. Yep. And like, America's like, that's right, we won. We won the tie. Because they were like, it's like, I know you were were projected to lose, but like, also, like, you didn't win, you tied. Yeah, it's called a tie, regardless of how you were favored Mm -hmm. or not favored going in, still called a tie. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of exciting that at least it was a tie, right? Like, oh, way better than a loss, (laughs) for sure. 
Um, and then, I mean, there's, you know, all sorts of the other background stuff in the World Cup happening in Qatar. Yeah. Which, I'm trying did to bring he, good news. I'm trying to bring good news today, so I don't want to talk about that. But didn't the the FIFA guy come out and say that he would be open to hosting it in North Korea or something? I didn't see that. I but feel like I saw an article on that, and I was like, um... I mean, I can, I can look for that. I don't know. I did see that China reaffirmed their relationship with North Korea. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah, me, we, us, we're cool. Meanwhile, he's over there just launching missiles over Japan for oh, fun. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you know, that stuff slowly creeps along. Wild. Well, because, like, people, like, world news and, like, politics and stuff... Yeah. ...usually develop slowly. Yeah. And so, like, you got to follow the breadcrumbs to see what's happening. Because once the thing that actually makes news happens... Everyone's it's like, already what? Been... When, how, where did this come from? But if you were following... Like, it was there. You guys just didn't see it. Yeah. Oof. So, you got to just, you know... Nitty. But, yeah, World Cup's great, though. I, I think soccer or football is fantastic. Yeah. And I love that the whole world gets to do this. I know. That's that's really exciting. Because, like, I mean, personally, like, I'm a football person, American football. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. I'm not a basketball person. Just never was. The but squeak I of the shoes really upsets me. I like watching basketball, me. but I'm not, like, an avid fan. No. But the thing about soccer is, it. like, what's great about <laughs> soccer is you just need a ball. Yeah. And you can play it anywhere. Like, the level of equipment needed. Nothing. Minimum. Yeah. Right? So, no matter where you are in the world. Yeah. You can have a soccer match. Yeah. I love that. Which I think is great. And then, like, the for some of these players from all these other countries, like, that that's going to be, and from, I mean, match for most of them, right? Like, that's going to be one of the coolest things you ever did in your life. Oh, for sure. And not only that, but, like, all the people from your country mm-hmm. get to see you or hear about you and, and your team competing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, and granted, we're in America, so, like, you know, pardon my bias, but, like, my ignorance, like, you don't hear a lot of, like, Ghana on the news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But their team is up there playing in the World Cup, right? Yeah. Getting, like, international TV time for it. Like, good for them. Yeah. Get it's after be, it. It's got to be great for them, I think. I love it. I love it. I do. I think it's a good um, unifying tradition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I actually like it better than the Olympics. That hot take here. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. What, well, what makes you say that? Well, I think it's, it's like, okay, it's one game. So it's not, like, a bajillion different competitions. Okay. And it's like, okay, let's see who's the best. That's it. And I like that. I like that. I like that it's not like diluted where it's like, oh, well, we're really oh, good at curling A, B, and C, but we're terrible at, you know, and it's like gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, w- I wish America had a better team, but it's yeah. Americans, uh, the best athletes in America aren't playing soccer. Yeah. Like, unquestionably. Yeah. If you took the best, if soccer was as, as big of a deal here as it is in Europe or Africa, mm-hmm. like, you would, you would have like a, like LeBron would have been a soccer player. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And or or whomever, whoever your favorite athlete is, whatever. But it, so I don't. We don't always field the best team. I have no strike that we never field the best team. <laughs> but gosh darn it, we're out there trying. Hey, we qualify for it this year. It's hey. better than we did last time. And I mean, if they win against Iran, maybe they make it out of their group. Yeah. Which is be a huge deal for American soccer. Absolutely. But uh, I just don't know if it's ever going to catch on. I think there's too much competition over here with other sports. Yeah. There's too much money invested in other sports. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, World Cup's great. I think if you're going to watch it, try to find it either in a foreign language, which, like, if you're, especially if you're an American, hearing how excited other countries get for it. Oh, for sure. It's great. It's yeah. absolutely great. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think that's it. I think that's all I got. It was kind of short. I think I just I don't know that there's a whole lot else in the I, news. I think that those those were some uh, fabulous tidings. Thank you. So a month away from Christmas, though. <gasps> yeah, Addie has her her countdown. The yeah, countdown is on. Yeah. Lights are up on the house finally. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, where are we at for time? I'm going to talk about this anyways. Okay. Do I, it. I hate that they start rushing holidays. Yeah, it really upsets me too. Like give everybody their space. Yeah. I do feel, it was really disappointing this year because like Halloween is a big one for our family and I feel like we went out to get, we always buy a new Halloween decoration every year and we went out to get the Halloween decorations and there wasn't anything. There was Christmas stuff already up. They already had the Christmas stuff out. It was the week of Halloween. That's just, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like what are you doing? And like nobody, like what even happened at Thanksgiving? They were like, oh what, what? No. Okay, bye. Like, that's it. Yeah, and so I just don't like that. I don't know. So when I said putting the lights up, like, I'm steadfast on, like, once Thanksgiving's over, we can turn into Christmas mode. Yeah, so so let's be a little bit honest on that. The, the Christmas lights have been physically on the house since before Halloween because... I'm not turning that shit on, though. Yeah, exactly. Be- because we have somebody that puts them up for us, and that's when we can get on the schedule. So, you know, whatever. But they were up, but we did not have them on. No, I don't like it. I don't I like let let me enjoy yeah. Halloween. Let me enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Stop trying to force me into the next one. Yeah. Because it'll be like December twentieth, and they'll be like, "Have you bought Valentine's Day candy yet?" No, bitches, it's December. Right. You know. Ugh. Um, but my favorite part of the holidays is got to be eating. The, I love eating. Yay! I was, I was food. going to go there, but I was going to say <laughs> the different Reese's shapes. Oh yes, Reese's trees are the bomb. And I'm going to say something that's a little bit controversial. Stop making the pumpkins. You are out of your... They're not you are as out of your good. Mind. Okay, well, maybe stop making so many Halloween shapes. I don't need Reese's bats. I don't need Reese's ghosts. Give me one solid yeah, one. Do one, do it right. Yeah, that's I, but that's I'm what I, that. I feel like the pumpkins are not as good because you're trying to make bats and ghosts and other shapes. Okay, well, I mean... Deal. But also, follow you know they, up. You know they make Reese's footballs as well? I wonder if it's the same as the egg because the egg's the best one. It has the least amount of chocolate. I'm the a peanut butter good. fan in the Reese's blend. It has to be, that's what like actually when I eat a regular peanut butter cup, I pull the outside chocolate off and I throw it away and I just eat the middle. Okay, so when I get murdered, we know who killed me. <laughs> Like, Does wait, that make me a psychopath? Yeah, eat the whole peanut butter cup. It's not like I'm sitting there eating, you know... Uh, Let me just pick the sides off of the Reese's. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Say like that. Just tear the sides off and just eat the... Oh, you, know, you know who the true psychopaths are? Those who bite both Kit Kats at the same time. Like, everybody knows you snap it in half and eat one Kit Kat at a time. If you're taking a bite out of the two Kit Kats, that's your psychopath. That's who's going to murder you. You've got a very deep thinking look on my face right now I'm like have I ever done that maybe once or twice but it probably doesn't feel very comfortable like in my mind I feel uncomfortable thinking about that yeah you know I know somebody who actually takes apart the layers of the Kit Kat okay, bar you, you are just as psycho as the double <laughs> the double bar person then no she's a very intelligent individual I didn't say she was stupid I said she was psycho <laughs> there's a difference okay I will tell her you said so I'm trying to pry apart a Kit Kat bar um, it's a thinking thing for her it's like almost like a fidget. It's a it's a fidget nope. candy. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna deny that. And okay. I think I know who it is, but <laughs> I bet you do. 
<laughs> As a person, you seem great. Please don't murder us. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, not kidding, though. Don't murder us. Um, but pulling apart a Kit Kat, the double biting on the Kit Kat like, gave me like the mental image, and I'm like, have I ever done that? And I was like, and, it, really and I felt it. weird. Yeah. I felt weird. Yeah. Not as weird as picking the sides off of Reese's, but I'm with you. No, no. The, the, the Reese's chocolate is not as good as Cadbury chocolate. And sometimes I feel like when I take, maybe it's because I take small bites. And so when I take a bite and it's only. Oh, two bites tops. No, when I take a bite and it's only chocolate, it's like. The, the chocolate's like, like a. I don't even know what measurement that is. Like an eighteenth of an inch. No, it's way more than an eighteenth. It's a solid quarter of an inch. A quarter of an inch. You think it's a quarter of an inch of chocolate? I do. I don't know if I can find this, but I think that's malarkey. Regardless, I break off the outside pieces and I throw them out. That's the best way to eat a Reese's. Isn't that a commercial? There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. That's a lie. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yes. 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 I don't even know what I would look up for that. It doesn't matter. Okay. We'll We're t- just rambling at this point. Yeah, um, I think we have so digressed. But if you have weird candy things, email us at... Yeah. you got to finish the statement. You can't oh. add and then give me eyeballs. I thought that you were going to say it. Tidings N transgressions at gmail.com. Um, I think it should be in the episode notes. Yes, we do put it in the show notes. You can also follow us on Instagram. At... Tidings and transgressions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it for tonight. So um, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Hope everyone's ready for the holiday season. Um, don't let other people manage your money. At least not the whole family fortune. And don't eat the outside of a Reese's. TNT out. Bye.